If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. These are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Thank you so much. My name is Chase. This is Chase Talks Hip Hop, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. I would like to thank StereotypeCo.com for officially sponsoring the podcast and looking out for your boy Chase. And I want to thank them for making awesome clothing, making great content, blogs, conducting awesome interviews. It's a really great platform, and I would love it if the Chase Talks Hip Hop family could extend an arm and meet up and please, please support StereotypeCo.com. The reason I support them so heavy is because they support me heavy and i appreciate everything that they do to look out for me i love the clothing i love uh, what dave noodles has done to build the company it's really something i can stand behind and i think it's something you should check out so please if you're tired of me talking about it click the link below and check out stereotypeco.com for awesome awesome content and awesome awesome merch thank you Hey everybody, welcome to Chase Talks Hip Hop and today's segment is called Hip Hop Gamer and I want to take time to talk about one of my favorite games ever and that is Grand Theft Auto San Andreas and I picked this game because to me this game is very culturally significant not only in the world of hip hop but just in my American life growing up as far as the whole entire Grand Theft Auto franchise because I think we all remember playing as CJ, we all remember fucking running around on the Grove in Grove Street and shit and the game what I appreciate about it was how immersive it was and the reason I'm talking about it is because personally I feel like it has been very influential I've seen people make a lot of memes out of it and it's interesting to, to see this resurgence in its importance and and what I even like too is like when it takes place it takes place in 1992 in uh, the state of San Andreas and it's basically based upon sections of California and Nevada as seen in the early 90s. I'm reading a little bit through the bio which consists of three main cities. Los Santos based on Los Angeles, San Fierro based on San Francisco, and Las Venturas based on Las Vegas. Various regions of forest, desert, and small rural towns are scattered in between the major cities. Liberty City, the city featured in Grand Theft Auto 3, which is based on New York City, also makes several minor appearances in the game, most notably during a mission which sees the player traveling there to assassinate a mob boss. The city itself is not explorable and only appears in cutscenes. The entire mission taking place inside a bistro. The game setting forms part of the Grand Theft Auto series 3D universe canon. Though unlike previous entries set in the continuity, San Andreas incorporates fictionalized versions of real-life landmarks and environments from the cities and yada yada. But the game in itself, I just appreciate how it still holds up and I know they're releasing remasters and all of that. And what sparked this podcast is I've been playing GTA 5 here and there in my off time when I'm not working and hustling on shit just to unwind my mind. And what I love about it is I feel like GTA 5 took all the best things from each Grand Theft Auto game. Like, for instance, I think Grand Theft Auto San Andreas probably had the best map at that point. I like how they adapted upon that and took a lot of elements and uh, pretty much recreated it and crafted it. 
and then they took elements certain elements maybe the shooting elements from grand theft auto 4 some of the character elements i liked um certain graphics and such and i like how they they put it together and through the storyline and the plot it just keeps you interested so i'll break this down a little bit in 1992 following his mother's murder in a drive-by shooting cj returns home to los santos to attend her funeral upon arrival he is intercepted by crash who threatened to frame him for the recent murder of a police officer actually killed by them for trying to expose their corruption unless he cooperates with them after leaving them cj re re reunites with sweet kindle big smoke and right at the funeral and learns that the grove street families have lost most of their influence and territories to their main rivals the ballas cj agrees to stay in los santos until the gang problems are resolved and works closely with his brother and friends to restore the family's strength during this time, he also befriends Caesar via, and again, the game is so fucking story driven via Palando, uh, via Pando, after discovering the genuine, that he genuinely cares for Kendall and helps to jumpstart OG Loke's rap career. Shortly after the family's resurgence, Sweet plans to ambush, ambush a large group of Balas before they can join the attack. CJ is contacted by Caesar with, Caesar with information on the drive-by shooting, revealing that Crash ordered it with the intent of killing Sweet and have been working with the ballers big smoke and rider wipe out the families and profit off the drug trade realizing his brother is heading into a trap cj attempts to save him but both end up arrested by the police while sweet is incarcerated cj is released on bail by crash and driven out of los santos where he is forced to assist with several jobs to prevent crash's corruption from going public with the family's disband this again goes deep with the families disbanded and ballers flooding Los Santos with drugs, CJ focuses on earning money to financially support himself, Kendall, and Caesar. He commits several robberies alongside Catalina and engages in illegal street racing. After winning a garage in San Fierro from Claude, CJ Tr Cloud, yeah, Claude, Clyde, yeah, Claude. Yeah, CJ travels there with his associates and transforms it into a profitable business. While in San Fierro, CJ works for the local triads after befriending Woozy and initiates the Loco Syndicate, the Bala's main cocaine supplier, to destroy them from the inside. After earning their trust, he destroys the organization's leaders as well as Ryder and destroys their drug laboratory. Ooh. Later, CJ is surprised with Mike Torino, who faked his death, contacts him for assistance, revealing himself to be a government agent. After carrying out several operations for Torino and in, in, in return for Sweets released from prison, CJ travels to Las Venturas, dun, 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 Las Venturas to help Woozy open a casino, facing competition from the mafia. So it's pretty much like he goes through every piece of um, crime, if you really think about it. And it's it's really cool to see like the idea of like we're pretty much taking Scarface and kind of reworking the story a bit a bit to show you the rise, uh, to show you someone on the rise. And this angle with the game was very interesting as a whole. And I feel like this, I feel like if you're a fan of gaming you're, and you're a fan of Grand Theft Auto, there was no way at all like you cannot be um, a fan of San Andreas because genuinely. I think that the memes, the way it's affected everything. I mean, I'm even looking at this and they're still writing articles about it, you know, and uh, they're talking about the new definitive edition and the cheat codes and uh, the graphics. Um, it's really cool to see what is going on as far as the resurgence and stuff and that people are interested in this game again. 
Dun, dun, dun. It's something you can't buy GTA's remastered trilogy for PC right now. And the cast, by the way, I got to give a shout out to the cast. You have Sam Jackson, David Cross, Frank Vincent, MC8, William Fickner, Big Boy, Danny Dyer. And by Big Boy, I mean the radio host, uh, Power 106. You got Sean Ryder, Debbie Mazar. You even got James Woods, Ice T. I don't know. We got Joss Anderson. Phase on Love is definitely in this. Okay. Yo yo. So they have a, a pretty powerful cast, and that's the thing. Like they went out of their way, I think, to really make this something special. And that's why the game holds up so well. You know, because if it didn't have that element, I don't think I would be talking about it like this. And two, in this world of um, you know, art and everything, I truly believe that San Andreas stands out just strictly just off its merit of it being so tied into real cultural shit. And even though there are things that might come across offensive or whatever, I just feel like overall the general impact of this game has been very positive, and I love to talk about this kind of shit. And I think I'll be talking more about video games that maybe relate to the hip-hop culture. Maybe I'll throw in some shit that may not fully. But um, that's pretty much what I fully think. And as far as... The memories I have, I mean, shit, I, I think everyone has fought their sibling over the controller to play Grand Theft Auto for the most part, you know. I remember back when I had a PS2 with my brother, we'd probably fight all the time and shit. But um, San Andreas is definitely one of my favorite games, probably in my top 10. And again, I just had to do this and show some love. What do you think of the video game? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Let me know. Thank you guys for listening, and as always, like, subscribe, leave a good review on every format you can, hit me up on social media, just show some love and support. Once again, links below are all there for you to check out. Thank you for listening. Peace and love.